bullshit. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, mate. Broadcasting from Essex, it's 21st of December, and you're listening to Salonomics. The Bitcoin price is currently $22,800. I am your host, Aaron Dawn, and joining me once again from North London is my head guru, Joe Mehmet. Hey, Joe. Hi, Aaron. How you doing? I'm very well, sir. I'm very well. Um, physically, I'm very well, I must add. Mentally, I'm feeling a little bit down in the dumps. I can imagine why. Is it because mm. of Christmas just being ruined? No, it's because I am losing faith in our government to tell us what is happening. I think we lost faith in the government in uh, this March, I think. Yeah, I think I didn't. I, you know, I really didn't want this podcast to touch on coronavirus no, we, or yeah. pandemics or any of that. But I feel compelled that we have to talk about it now because, obviously, as you know, Saturday evening Boris came out and basically put London and the southeast of England into tier four, which, unless you've been living under a rock, basically means everything has to shut apart from giant food stores again. So this is a lockdown 3.0 in all but name, but no, tier four, because they have discovered a new mutation, Joe. Yeah, but they kind of discovered that a long time ago. I mean, go, go back on to sort of London. I've been in London myself. I, I find it really annoying in, in how City Khan, the mayor, mm. and, and the government, has sort of tried to keep London moving, right? But at the same time, they've put all these cycle lanes, all these obstacles in, right, to actually stop us from moving around. I find it really absurd how... Because, you know, we've, we've touched on it before, right, where the, the government prints out money, and the money goes to the councils, and the council's been spending its untold monies on unnecessary... Um, Things, yeah. Infrastructure. Yeah. Infrastructure essentially handicaps the city as opposed to you know, freeze it up. If we've got a pandemic, why have mm. these, these um, infrastructure put in? Why have, why have all these regulations put in? Why have more cameras? Why, why shut, um, shut down roads, flat runs? So like all of a sudden, congestion just being built up in, in, in certain areas. All because mm. of these um, roads being closed off. This, this to me, this is why I'm not a, a denier. I don't. I believe that there is something out there, but mm. I, I don't understand how they're sort of like behaving in, in, in the amount that they do because it's, it tells us one thing, and then they're they're behaving in a very sinister way as well. But I could come back to that point because. I have really, really sort of like very um, sinister, well not sinister, but disturbing opinions of all this really. But I, I want to hear your thoughts on this because obviously, you know, you've got children, mm. you, you know, you've got your Christmas and all, all that to look forward to. So, you know, how's it, how's it going to affect you? Um, well, for me, um, the whole question's about trust um, and... I think the government is eroding their trust or the, the trust that people have shown in them um, all year round. But I think this final um, nail is the final nail in the, co in the coffin of 
government trust. In, because in what sense? In the sense that how can how can any how can any liberal-minded person in this country think that what the government did on Saturday wasn't anything but sinister? The fact that they came out at 4pm on a Saturday evening, basically banning anyone from moving at midnight that night. Parliament wasn't even in session, so it's not like any of our MPs could stand up for... Any of us, you know, these are authoritarian, tyrannical rules that are now being given to the government uh, under this tier system to essentially lock us down indefinitely based on what? Based on what evidence? Oh, the fact that they've discovered a new mutation, Joe, and you've only got to dip into the internet for 30 seconds and you can find information about virus mutations happen daily. In fact, I've seen stuff right ranging from this virus has mutated 2,000 times since April. Now you're mean to tell him, tell me that we need to trust that they're saying that this is a mutation that is going to be really, really difficult to control. I just, I just believe, I just believe that, you know, any credibility they have has disappeared overnight it, it, it kind of reminds me of what going back to the late 70s and early 80s right when when aids was first um came to came to sort of like um, public um, knowledge right and yeah. at the time there was a group of people who actually believed that it was a gay disease and it, it was only confined to the gay um, communities all right mm. and 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 the government was sort of, sort of like what the world was trying to convince that it, it's a it's a human humanitarian thing right it's, it's mankind mm. at risk you know, the, this um, pandemic, what could be an epidemic. And at the time, right, it, it, was, so, it was considered to be only sort of transmitted through blood, you, you know, sort of blood to blood. Yeah. Hence why there was all these uh, cases of hemophilia. And then because people were ignoring it, the, the mainstream people were ignoring it, you know, the heterosexuals, mm. the sort of like the, the anti-everything, right? They came up mm. with these scenarios where eventually, right, you could actually get AIDS just by going to a toilet. Do you know what I mean? So mm. it, it kind of it, it morphed. So it morphed, yeah. It's yeah. like the Chinese whispers, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like the disinformation's allowed to spread so much that yeah. people draw their own conclusions. Yeah. Um, well, and, and I think and, that's and, what and, you're getting now. You're exactly, getting now because of social media. It, you're getting social media um, um, hysteria, exactly, which is driving. You mainstream know, we, media and vice versa because we, yeah, the mainstream we, media w- will only report on stuff that is going to get them clicks well, well not so much that i think you know go back to to the AIDS thing right you know and, and i and i have friends with diaper maids as well so I'm, I'm really aware of it um mm. yeah at that time there was no social media so it took years before it actually became into people's uh acknowledgement that they, it, you know there was the, the, the film stars were sort of like um, campaigning and said that it took years where social media today you know things yeah. like the uh, the COVID it's it's instant it's quicker okay mm. so the scaremongering the fear factors all this like it's happened much quicker than than a period of time that it did with AIDS yeah essentially it's easier for them to do right yeah. it's yeah. easier for them yeah. to get information out yeah. there and yeah. then that information spreads like wildfire and once the genie is out the bottle mate it's impossible to put the genie back in I, I mean it, 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 I find this sort of the whole sort of um, 
you know, Vallis and Witty and, and Boris. I mean, Vallis is obviously a very clever man and Witty is a very clever man. I, I really do think that they care about the society. I don't think they're doing this for, uh, for a laugh or, or to control or anything like that. But, I, I, but I, behind them, right, that there is a sinister group of politicians who are actually um, mapping out society to, to their image, to what they want. That's how I see it. Really. Yeah, I hope... I would hope the chief medical officer and chief science officer were or had professional integrity. Yeah, I but think I think have. you can only judge that based on what they have delivered to the country since March. And a lot of what they've said hasn't come true. So at the end of the day, you've got to really ask yourself, am I going to put my faith in the judgment of these people, which have pretty much been incorrect about this disease well, throughout the entire summer. But they sort of say, this could happen. If we don't do this, this this what could happen, right? Yeah, so but we that, can't live So they're covering life. themselves. It's, it's like we cannot live life in the shadows like no, that. No, of we course, can't but... live... Of course, I could go out and be run over by a bus... I can go out well, and break my leg moment, by tripping over. That's going to be impossible. <laughs> well, I know, but but it's the same, Joe. But it's the same thing. Yeah. Is it not? Is yeah. it the same thing? Of course it is. And we've got we've got tortoise face witty, who's up there every day. Basically scaring the nation. I mean, I, I just think it's a communication thing. I just think... I don't think it's Boris, scaring it. I don't, I, I don't. No, they are. Joe, you can't say that someone that comes out in September says if we don't lock down immediately, there's going to be 5,000 deaths a day or 5,000 cases a day. And then it didn't happen. It didn't happen because for two they, months. Because they took measures to prevent that from happening. No, right? they didn't. They well, didn't. That, well, because see, Boris uh, ignored them for three weeks and he didn't lock down. Because and the data, the, the official data came out, we still haven't reached this 5,000 a day cases. We still haven't reached that, even though the, at the time they were saying this could happen next month. So why, And it's so, always this could, this could, this may, it, this it may, isn't the this surge. Because on, on, on the COVID app that I've got, right, you know, I get the alerts and notifications, that there's mm. been 1,351 cases. Well, you need to turn that week. shit off. You need to turn that shit off because you're a masochist if you have <laughs> alerts come on your phone well, no, which, no, which you know, cite dodgy data. Because this data has been proven now that the PCR test is unreliable. There's been governments in the rest of Europe that have basically said it's illegal to lock down a country based on faulty PCR tests. So so how does a vaccine come into all this then? If this is all this dodgy, dodgy data, right, is it accurate or... Invalid or whatever, then why why the vaccine then? Why is someone you know sort of like saying? Well, the oh. vaccine is there supposedly to appease people and to stop them being less fearful, right? Oh, yeah. I've had the vaccine, so therefore I'm not I'm not liable to get this thing and die from it, right? right. Isn't but, that the point but, of a vaccine? But, but a vaccine is not it's it's not one vaccine for life, is it? No, it's it's two shots every three months for the rest of your life. Well, now they, you tell me, you yeah, tell me, you're going to yeah. sign up for that? Well, I, I, I suppose I have to, right? Because I, I would have gone on holiday. I would have go to football matches. I would have gone to a concert. I so there you go. So, so the the maybe the maybe about you contracting this and it being fatal to you. The maybe 
is forcing you, is compelling you and coercing you into going to the vac- going to get the vaccine. Well, not so much that. I mean, I mean the, the thing is, right? If, if society won't allow me to do the the things that I enjoy, my freedom. Right? I mean, I, I I don't want to live in a society where I'm controlled completely. I don't want someone to tell me um, I can't do this, I can't do that. I mean, it's already bad enough. Get the vaccine then, and then well, you can do whatever you want, this Joe. Is it. So, I mean, Even I'm, though there's no proof that the vaccine is going to work on the new strain or work for any, work at all. And I would argue, if it only works for three months, then it can't be a vaccine. I mean, can, can you speak about this? Some parents are saying, right, that there's, there's people who's got the got the virus, but they don't know if they've got the virus, right? Yeah. How does yeah, that work? I, I don't really get that. So how do they know they've got it? How does, how does um, it, how because does... they went to get a test right. and the faulty test has basically confirmed their fear, which is a dodgy, you know. The, 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 so I've got no the, symptoms. I've got no symptoms whatsoever. This is what asymptomatic spread is. Right, so, but, the, but the, um, the, the, the scientists can tell me you got it. I mean, how does yeah. that work? How well, I don't. I don't think it can work. I, I mean, if it, you're looking at viral, I mean, look, we, we, we. This is why I didn't want to talk about this stuff because we aren't scientists. No. We aren't epidemiologists. We're just going on what our government is supposedly trying to tell us. But, but, no, but and we, my point is, how can we trust them when everything they've pretty much said over the last nine months has been garbage? Oh, so how can we keep trusting them? My point is, this is like cry wolf, and what? every month they're like the surge, the surge, the surge. If we don't do this, the surge, and every month we comply to their new set of rules, and the surge doesn't really come. No. And if you look at excess deaths from this year, apparently there was sixty percent more deaths in um, January of twenty eighteen from the flu. Right. Don't remember anybody reporting on that, do you, mate? No, I mean, so no one really dies of natural causes anymore. They just die. Of no COVID. one dies of anything else apart from COVID. COVID. I think right. that's that's what we've learned. It, it was year. it was this argument I still sort of have with because uh, you know I'm I'm a smoker, right? You know I'm, I'm a social mm-hmm. smoker, and and I always get berated by oh you know but yeah it's bad for your health. You shouldn't have said that, by the way. Your insurance has just gone up by a third. They they, they know us. They know they know us. <laughs> I I just smoke two cigarettes a day, right? Because I like with my Turkish coffee, right? And they, they sort mate, of say, just living in London, you're exposed to more no, uh, more pollution than well, that. Just anything. I mean, the, the poison yeah. I just sort of listen to from all this, uh, this sort of liberals anyway. But, um, <laughs> but you know, they say, oh, you know, you're going to die of this and that. I said, well, I'd rather die of something than nothing, right? Because you know, at the end of the day, we're all going to die, right? And um, yeah, and, and I suppose it, it's plays into the government's um, hand in many ways or what, that... Um, Everyone's done of COVID and not of natural causes, which and they, there was always a case of like people. There was a percentage of people who died unexplainable, really. That sort of sudden death syndrome, or whatever it's called, or someone would just get you know sort of terminal illness and that. So, so yeah, everything just COVID now, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like I say, I'm just not comfortable talking about this because. Um, well, do you want to switch you off? Know. No, no, it's not that I don't I want to switch off. Um, I just wanted to focus the episode more on trust and who do you believe? You know, who do you believe in a world of, um, 
you know, a world of clickbait news stories and well, sensationalism. Well, let's put it this way. That Neil Ferguson, right? That um, scientist who read the yeah. stories. He's back yeah, in... Who's, he, he was back in the, in the Cobra um, uh, circle again, isn't he? So he's, he's a part of the government. I, I just think he's a... He's a Look, these signs, you know, the Mac Hancocks, the Boris Johnsons, it's Carrie Simmons, all these people, right? I actually believe they're activists. They're all part of the um, the green environmental activists, and they infiltrated politics to actually get these things across uh, across the uh, into society. I mean, look at Boris Johnson's girlfriend, um, Carrie Simmons' fiance. She's been mm. voted petters, you know, petted people, um, you know, the. Um, the people uh, against her treatments of animals, right? She's been voted the person of the year right, for her, um, her role in with the dogs. I feel that. Why was some politicians potential? Well, because she's married to Boris, right? I mean, no, no, I mean, you would need you would need a medal. You would yeah, need a medal. Yeah, is a terrorist organization, right? They're, they're terrorists. They're extortionists. They're blackmailers. They're they're not a really, they're they're not a, 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 a sort of like an organization, right? That actually cares about. You and me, they care about sort of like what they want, right? They, 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 they're quite aggressive in their manners. They infiltrate zoos, they infiltrate um, circuses, they treat the animals badly, they put on video and say, look, this is what the owner does, right? And they blackmail people to sort of say, you don't give us X amount of money, this is what we're going to expose you, right? And and this is this is acceptable in today's society? No, the extortion. And, she's, and she actually recognises them as a... a yeah, sort of like upright citizens. I just find that very sinister. I really, um, really do. Well, I'm not. I mean, so what? You, so what? Are you uh, are you implying that you know we certain people put trust in an organisation that uses terrorist like tactics to get what they want? Well, then, are yeah. You, are, I, you, are you are no, you are you in the two? Are you saying that a government is complicit in you know using terrorist tactics? No, to, not terrorist. Well, lock yes, down in, the country. Because we live in a very soft totalitarian society, very softly, right? We can't. We, we've been told what to do constantly every day now. Since March, we've been mm. told every what we've been told to do. Now, uh, in the last camp, right? And this is this is the interesting thing. We want to talk about Brexit, but let's talk about Brexit for a brief second. In this country, how many fires have there been issued since March? About I have 10, no 000? idea. You tell about me. 10, about ten thousand, right? I believe. In France, over a million. How draconian is that? Right. So what you're saying is you'd rather live in England than in France? For a start, yeah. But at the same yeah. time, 10,000 fines in this country is unacceptable too because you would go and see a loved one. You would go and see your, you know, see your parents. So your freedom of movement, all of a sudden, freedom of choice, all of a sudden, freedom of free thinking is questioned. Mm. It's, it's so I say you can't do that anymore. Okay? Mm. You've got to have a logical reason, uh, reason to actually get in your car to go do something. Okay? So, mm. again, who... Well, again... Are we, are we, are we a, a free-thinking society? No, we're no. not. And COVID, no, we're not. And COVID right, has exposed all this. And this, I think, this is why... I think Piers Corbyn or them, right, they've got the right idea, but I think they're too aggressive with their manner, right? They're... I think people well, should. Well, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I think um, Piers Corbyn, that they make it too easy for people to label them crackpots yeah, because yeah, they take yeah. what they take one part of the story and then they conflate it to 
you know, New World Order and Bill, Dr. Bill and well, all of that stuff. Well, see, um, I mean, and be, it's like, I, I don't think people can handle such huge jumps in well, the narrative. Well, I think really. we have to take, take, you know, what we see at face value <laughs> today and we have to make our logical assumptions based on well, that. I, well, I was listening to Peter Scott Corby, right, sort of about a couple of months ago, right? And um, he, he was saying, his scientist says this, right? And, and obviously, the government side says this. So, all right, mm. there's two differences of opinion. Now, rather than sort of like go aggressive, get the scientists talking. I mean, if if this is a scientific uh, problem, it, it, because mm. science is the issue here, let scientists debate, not because they actually wouldn't know it, and then come to a general consensus on on the on the um, conclusion. So, I don't think it's a question of. Um, like no, I agree with you. So it's it's then a question of okay, what scientists are you willing to believe? Because yeah. I I see just as many many voices of science on Twitter, um, saying the exact opposite of um, tortoise face and valance, um, saying the opposite well, of what these guys well, are saying. So it's like okay, well, whose science do you believe? Well, but unfortunately, well, unfortunately, it. the the opposite opinion is being censored, and that's not getting out there. Well, this this is it. I mean, listen, I'm I, I'm 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 always been I'm always been against opinion anyway because I'm not a climate change denier, but I don't I don't believe the science they come up with anyway, right? In, in the mm. fact that they sort of say if we don't do this, the boat's going to explode in fifty years' time. I mean, I don't believe that either. Okay, mm. but no one's questioned their uh, theories, and where do they get their theories from? Would they mm. get this? I mean, even Einstein's theory of relativ- relativity is being questioned, right? Because mm. someone sort of say, is, is mass is wrong? So, again, this is what I find really disturbing about COVID-19, is that they accepted these... Um, uh, 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 data, and they force it onto the public. Through mm. lo- not through laws, they're not laws yet, they're guidelines. But then mm. these guidelines are being up, upheld by the uh, the police, politicians, things like councils, all that lot. All right. So they're not law. I mean, which is a good thing, but they're still restricting us into sort of like uh, expressing ourselves on, on a day to day basis. Really. I mean, look at look at the hairdressing industry completely uh, shattered now. Well, completely. Mm. Certain so the hospitality sector is completely. Um, Lost confidence, all that loss. So, again, there's certain industries which which have thrived, but a majority of the um, businesses are, have um, have been destroyed, and I don't think it's, it will be repaired. Well, again, we've been talked about hairdressing anyway that they should actually shut shop to a degree, but uh, I think this is the final nail in the coffin, like you said. That's how I see mm. it, really. But then you were sort of like saying about who do you believe? Well, you? that's. That's the whole point of this podcast. It's about faith, isn't it? It's about yeah. trust. Um, and like I say, the, our government have essentially just eroded any trust that they have left in themselves with this measure, this act that they did on Saturday evening. Um, I mean, did you see Hancock on TV Sunday morning essentially yeah. telling people how irresponsible they were for trying to get out of London? Well, well, I mean, that's that's his government that have created that reaction. Well, can I say so for yeah. him for him to then blame everybody when, for wanting to get out of London before they get locked up. Well, again, I mean, I'm sorry. Well, no, but if, if there's people the in London... The guy's deluded. If, if there's people in Tier 4 now, right? 
Mm. Why would they go to somewhere where it's tier two? I mean, they're going to infect that area as well, right? So well, people, people have to be responsible to a degree. I mean, I, there was this thing in um, Islington, right, where, where I walk my dogs, right? Now, mm. you can't go to the shops without wearing masks and everything. There's all your social distance all that lot. Which and, is a guideline. Right. So you can, yeah. you don't have to wear a, a mask, by the way. Right. Um, but as it happened, it's we, a guideline. We, we, we went to Sainsbury's, actually, uh, about a month mm. ago, and... Um, and there was sort of the, the, the monitoring police. Uh, excuse yeah. me, sir. Why don't you wear a mask, sir? Uh, can you please wear a mask, please, sir? And that's it. exactly this was the same bridge, right? This is a little. So that to you? Yeah, this. No, not to me. There was, a, there was a gentleman. Someone else. And what did he say? You know, he, he, he did have one. Did he comply? You know, he, didn't he, didn't, he did have one. He did have yeah. one, right? So what did he do? You have a continue shopping, or you get a phone, right? You get a phone and you walk no. out. No, no. No, not true. But not true. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the the signs they have on the windows, it says compulsory face coverings, right. and then in the small print, it says we are following the government guidelines right, about face masks. Right. Now, so uh, guideline isn't compulsory, but of course people are it's, it's not how aware you, enough it's how you ter- to interpretate it. Right. It's how you, exactly. It's how exactly. So uh, I've been in supermarkets without masks. No, I, I wouldn't um, go. I wouldn't, I wouldn't because go. I wouldn't go. Well, I mean, I'm I'm doing it from from the simple reason that you know we know the data. We know that you have to have a certain viral load. You can't catch corona just by walking past somebody. We know that's bump. Uh, and also, we know. Do you, do you know the type of mask you actually need to prevent you what, from getting is that any kind KN, of virus? Is it KN95, whatever it's? A, no, it's, mate. It's, no, mate. It's a proper gas mask that covers your eyes <laughs> and everything. Right. Uh, the handset suit. Or the handset one. That exactly. It's. I mean, I put a post on Facebook this morning showing that they're the masks required to completely you know, protect yourself from getting getting the flu. So once again, it's just misinformation that's gone out there. Uh, the government says in March, no point in wearing masks because, you know, we've found that they're not effective. By wearing masks, you could end up transmitting it to you by adjusting your mask all the time, etc. And then in July, they brought in mandatory masks. So what I'm saying is it's the constant flip-flopping of information from our government they're saying one thing, and their actions are doing the complete well, I, opposite. That well, erodes all can, faith and trust can, in what they are saying. But listen, I mean, the, the, this is where I find Islington Council quite disturbing as well, right? There's all these guidelines, mm. yeah? And there's this big area, a playground area, right, where um, mummies, nannies, caretakers, they, they all congregate into this sort of one big play area, right? And mm. there's always about 50, 60, 100 people in there with children in the swings, in, in the slides, all that, like roundabouts. And are they social distancing? No. Are they interacting? Yes. Right. All the things which the government and the council are, are sort of constantly reminding people to do, there's no one monitoring this area at all. And as far as I'm concerned, right, apparently... The biggest spreaders, right, are children at the moment. Right? Schools are the, the biggest uh, spreaders uh, are this all happening, okay? So again, mm. why don't I shut the schools down? Okay. Um, well, because if it's then, a if, token gesture, right? It's a token gesture. How, who can go to work if their kids are at home? Wow. You tell me that. Uh, you tell me what the point is in going to work if when you go to work, 
you have to pay a babysitter to look after your children. So it renders the money that you earn while at work irrelevant. Well, I, I so mean, why would you go to work if you then out of pocket? Well, see, I I I come from a very different um, sort of generation where you know if you can't afford to have children, don't have children. I mean, that's, no, of course, you, of you, course, you, Joe, you, but you, that's you, that, that's you, just impossible in today's society. Where would we be? Where would we be if everyone had that attitude? It would be an idiocracy. You know, it's all. You no. know, you're you're going to get the lowest. The you you you're just going to get, you know. I don't feel comfortable like discussing all yeah, this because yeah, yeah. I think these are ideologies. There's nothing backing up what we say, yeah, uh, what we enough. do. This yeah. is just our opinions. Um, right, right. Right. Like I say, I mean, for me, why would I go to work, earn £100 a day, if I've then got to give 80 or £90 of that to a babysitter to look after my kids for 10 hours? That, that doesn't make sense. Make Does that make sense to you? No, not at all. I, I just don't so, see. So, what, so why do it? And essentially, that's what's happening. You know, schools are essentially just a um, babysitting service because no, no real education is being done at the moment at school because kids aren't allowed to uh, use musical instruments or play, um, you know, play sports using actual equipment because of the, the sanitation, uh, the sanitary risks does it, it all. That, and, does it not stop the progress of a child then? If you, if absolutely, you're, absolutely. You know, of course it does. So I don't really see. Of course cinema. it does. I, I, I mean, I don't have children, so I mean, obviously you know you got two lovely girls, um, uh, and you're you're much more sort of um, worried for their future. Uh, mm. So I do understand. So how do you, how do they um, how do they cope? If they, is their mental health uh, tested? Well, no, they're absolutely fine. It's the um, it's the adults I worry about. Um, they're fine. Um, they're, they're, you know, they're learning on uh, online. They're doing lots of tasks like that. I mean, they're quite, they're pretty good at get, just getting on with it. But, um, but you are a very good hands-on dad anyway, I must admit. So you, you are very good with your children. Well, I, like I say, I think that's because I've made choices years ago saying, what's the point of me going to work if yeah. I've got to pay someone to look after them? There's yeah. no point. So I've always had that kind of mindset. So, you know, so no you're, a house, look after... you're a house husband, Aaron. No, not really, not really. Part time. Um, Part time has no, but no, but you know the point. My point is just the fact that it, it's better off. I'm better off looking after my children because I'm going to probably do a better job looking after my children than anybody else right. would. Right, right. Looking it's, after my children, it, so it is. You know, it's a it's a first principle point of view. So, so who do you think, right, is responsible? Why should I outsource it, is my point. Why should I outsource? Yeah, a bit, bit like what we saw in hairdressing, really. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know why, why, why give um, your, your space to, um, to the product, product companies? companies. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, why, why are you outsourcing your yeah, space? Yeah, exactly. So, so well, then again, then, you know, go back to the, the government then, right? So mm-hmm. obviously you find them quite um, irresponsible. Yeah, totally. So what, um, what, I just I just find the communication just is, 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 is it, it's is it's it too just, many questions. Every time they make an announcement, is it, it is communication. Of course it is. Of course so, it is. The so, idea that the the, the the initial problem is that the government gave people the belief that you can't control a virus. Oh, sorry, that you can. The problem is the government giving people the belief that you can control a virus right in the beginning. 
But how do you control a virus? You control the people. You can't. But, but, you have to, but you have to control the people, right, in order to control But you virus. can only control people. But like I say, if these, if these viruses pop up anywhere and they're invisible, I mean, that's when the government becomes quite tyrannical, isn't it? You yeah. know, if they're pretending everything on an invisible en enemy, um, you know, if your government will break the law during an emergency, then they're going to create an emergency so they can break the law. They've got to be held accountable. And, and unfortunately, the way they've handled all of this, the communication to the population has been irresponsible and it's been wrong. And the fact of the matter that they've been listening to the same people over and over and over again with zero accountability, with zero um, checking of the facts, like going back, oh, you've said this, like, you know, like I say, it's a puppet show. It is an absolute puppet show. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm an anarchist, I suppose, deep down. I no, just want people I, I, I to stop think, telling me what to do. I don't think you're an anarchist. Treat me like an adult. I yeah, no, an but I, I, just, I am an anarchist no. because I don't like people telling me what to do. No. And I, I just want to be given um, legitimate information. And I will then take the well, How um, can you be an anarchist when, when you, you just want to practice what you, what, what you achieved all your life? You know, you work hard for. That's the freedom to express yourself. This is the beauty about this country. We are free to express ourselves. That's it. Like, because someone says you're an, you know, because you don't agree with the government, you're not an anarchist, Aaron. You actually do no, what you believe. Listen, I mean, if you actually look at the definition of what anarchy is, it's not the Sex Pistols. No. Do you know what I mean? It's about people just staying out your way and just stop telling me what to do. If I'm an adult, then I should be able to make a judgment call on my own. Well, listen, on my pay, own, you know, you on my dues. own volition. You know, you, you, you pay your dues, right? You, you, you know, know anarchy you know. comes from the medieval Latin anarchia, from the Greek anarchos, having no ruler. That all That's all that anarchy means. I just right. don't want somebody to tell me what I can and can't do. So the whole Especially country. on a daily basis, and especially on a, you know, based on data that none of us have you know, none of us have um, access to. Yeah, yeah. Can I, can I just change the subject slightly, right? Because we're talking about... Please do, because we're just, like I say, I we're, hate we're, this. Just, we're just talking about communication, right? Mm. And I'm just on my, I'm just on my sort of like uh, uh, online, right? So reading about uh, my football club, Arteta. And this is what he says. Mm. I, I want relegation fighters, not victims. Mikel Arteta admits Arsenal need to be careful of threat of going down and urges his players not to bring excuses and negativity after their worst mm. start to a season in 46 years. So how do you interpret that? I want relegation fighters, not victims. Is he sort of saying, is, is his players the problem? Or is he saying, I'm not the problem? Um, I don't know, but communication uh, by communicating clearly there shouldn't be any nuance right exactly. there shouldn't be the ability for you to turn around and say well what's he saying exactly what does he mean? and i think this is where the government is, is is a fault right because they're not I, I don't know if they're too clever or the country's not clever enough or they're too they're trying to outsmart us they come out with all these scenarios that i don't think the base not you know people they do care but they don't really understand i mean i don't understand mm. you're, you're a lot more uh, aware of it than I am 
really thoroughly. Mm. So I don't, I don't really understand it to be honest with you that, that much. All, all I know, right, is that that there's a lot of underlying things being done to, to, our, to our country, which is all stealth, okay? And it's got nothing to do with COVID. I, I, just, I just don't understand how you can have all these sort of like bicycle lanes, these sort of like bands here and there, right, when there's a pandemic on. You know, you want to keep London moving, you want to keep, a, but yet, there's, they put all these... beyond your freedom, That's right. It is. It's that's what we're doing. We're building back better for somebody else. Right. We're rebuilding society for the elites. It is. And that's why that's why it's all turning around with climate change. That's why we've got all these carbon neutral things set up because you know uh, a billionaire doesn't want to live in a, an apocalyptic dystopia. Well, no, he just wants to keep well. I, these politicians, that's why I was saying, I think these all activists, they all morphed right from their, their, their activist role into, into politicians. They're out there telling us, mm. well, this is how you're going to live. I, I really... Well, what, what is the role of government? Is it not to protect the vulnerable? It, it is to protect the vulnerable. It's to protect, uh, and, and so like for people to, um, to live a happy, fruitful life, to protect their citizens. Right, mm. not not just a group of people who who just mm. wants to, uh, a a better world for themselves. It, I mean, look at Kay Burley, you know, mm. literally Rita Ora, all all the yeah. poli- all the politicians every right? day, every day, telling everyone what to do. You know, you know in Parliament, then... <laughs> right? In, in part in common in the House of Commons, I believe, right? You can smoke indoors in there, right? They've got a bar mm. where you can smoke. So it's one set of rule for them. Cash bar as well, right? Exactly. So and Cash then only. so again. How can these people be representing the masses when they only represent themselves? I mean, mm. they should, they should, I mean, this is what people should be up against, really. Not listen to this bullshit and not buy, not, not buy into their own propaganda. And that's what I find. That's why I'm angry about the whole thing because there's, there's a much more bigger sinister um, goings on than just you know, where the face market and supermarket. Because the whole landscape is changing to please them, not to please well, us. Well, what does it tell you? If everyone's masking up, everyone's social distancing, everyone's following the rules, and yet the virus is still going ahead. Yeah. Do you, do you genuinely think the government could have pulled this stunt on Saturday by locking down us, locking us all down into Tier 4? And bearing in mind, four days ago we was in Tier 2. We went tier two, tier three, tier four in two days. Do you think they would have got away with putting this, putting these uh, new uh, restrictions on us, unless it was driven by the mutant strain fearmonger? Well, I, I don't think there's ever, there's ever been a better time to do it than now, right? But why not do that three weeks ago, mate? But that's what it, it would have been damn if you damn if you don't. For, for the, they, 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 of course. You know, there was never going to be a right time. It's, it's like, you know, any some things, you know, there's never is a right time for something, right? And this is one of those cases. If, if it was um, before um, New Year, just say two days before New Year, and there was planning to go a New Year bash, 
Well, there's never going to be the right time, I think, really. So they thought, right, let's take it on the chin right now. Mm. And, and really, and I think they got away with lightly. I, I don't think the media's been very, very um, vocal about it, really. They, they've actually been quite subtle and not very... They, they, be, they question it, but they've been, they have been aggressive uh, as, as they would have done, really. Mm. So, again, why is that? You know, you don't hear, you know, you kiss, I, I haven't seen Piers Morgan for, for days up here to be on TV, fortunately. So, I, I don't watch all that rubbish. So, again, but when I read the papers, they, they're not really, they, they, they haven't really sort of like um, put them to task really on, on their decisions. Mm. You know, so I, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I, I'm quite apathetic to it all now, mate, to be honest. Like I say, um, the reason why I get so agitated by it all is because they never, ever seem to back up the evidence. They never show us the evidence. They just say, take our word for it. And we're like, well, we've taken your word for it all summer, all autumn, all winter. And nothing they've said has... Nothing they've said... Has come to fruition. So what? Why? Why wouldn't I be apathetic to it? But then, you know, yeah, why wouldn't the majority of the country just completely ignore this latest shutdown? Because they don't back up anything they say. But, but it's, it's been like that like for years. It's been like that for years. I mean, with, with global warming. Yeah, but when when you actually take away people's liberties, when you actually tell them that they've all made plans for Christmas and everyone's now got a completely change their plans and prevent anyone from seeing each other based on what based on the fact that boris has got some data that says there's a new mutant strain okay where's this data then there is no data they don't share the data scientists right i've been trying to play god for 20 years or so right they've been trying to change the way the world evolves every day right they've been sort of saying that we don't do this this is what's going this is what this it's just Smoking, drinking, driving a car, walking down the road, you know, being nice to someone. Oh, yeah, there's all these researches. All there's so many researches being done every day. And so and there's some of us all saying, Well, we got this, and then you've got to behave like this. And so scientists have been trying to play God for 20 years. I mean, I love I'm a Muslim, right? But I would love Jesus or I've loved Muhammad or Abraham, whatever, to come down and sort of say, hey, I am the second coming. They would, they would disbelieve him, <laughs> right? They won't believe him. They'd poop him as a nutcase because <laughs> the scientists are right, you know? And it's the thing. You know, there's a, there's a Christians, right, believing in the second coming. Now, Listen, Jesus, if the science is right, then they can prove it. With evidence, yeah, because isn't isn't that what science is about? The fact that it's irrefutable. Yeah, exactly. That's all we're saying. We're just saying prove it. We're just saying prove it. That's all we're saying. Um, If if the if if they were that worried about you know hospital admissions, then why aren't they using the nightingales, Joe? Well, this is it. Nightingales are empty, right? I I saw some data the other day um, from a reputable uh, from a reputable source that said hospital occupancies is ten percent fewer than this time last year. So where's where's the crisis? Where was the crisis last year? Well, that's, yeah, the last last year when there was no when well, there was COVID, but it wasn't a well 
Apparently there was. Apparently there, there was. was in September, yeah, but no one took it seriously, yeah. right? So, well, yeah. I mean, China came out in January and said there was zero evidence to show that there was any human-to-human -human transmission but of you know, COVID-19. But, but, but you know how oh, got, back in January. But you know how it got transmitted to this country, right? From all, from a saw from Austria, right? So again, it's these sort of like well-to-do people. the Davos going, douchebags. Yeah, get the well-to-do people going on their holidays, right? They're coming back and mixing into mainstream society. So again, right, it's the liberal elites. It's actually, and we, we, the working class people are paying for all this. Mm. And that's another yeah, thing. Yeah, they always do. They always do. Yeah. And, and obviously, yeah. that, the, the people that have to pay, pay for the inflation are the poorest members of society. Exactly. It's as simple as that. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, you know, I, I just find it so, quite unacceptable. So what are you saying? Buy Bitcoin? Buy Bitcoin <laughs> and fix the world. No, not Bitcoin. You know, yeah. Did you talk about um, politics, right? Did you listen to Keir Starmer's uh, speech yesterday? His address, right, about the cut, about the government's decision, right? We listened to it yesterday. We can't. I switched him off years ago, mate, because right. um, I mean, he just wants he just wants even more uh, draconian measures. He oh wants yeah, even more. Um, but, he wants to put his knee on the throat of even more people. Oh, so. definitely. But but this is it. We 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 were, we were listening to it in the car, right? And uh, in the car. And you know, my wife says to me, "Okay, Kia, we know this. We know what the government's done wrong. But what would you do?" They never say, "This is what mm. we would do." They go, "Well, the government's done this. The government's doing this. It's like, it's terrible. This. It's terrible that, right?" But they never say, "This is what we would do." Yeah. So again, mm. it, it's. It's pointless, all this sort of debate, really, because there's no answer. No one's getting the answers. Really. That's exactly how I feel about this podcast right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, yeah. Well, like I say, because it's just, you know, it just, it just makes me feel angry. angry. It makes me feel frustrated. Um, it... It makes me worry about the future, um, and I just think that that is the whole point of this episode. It's anxiety-inducing. Um, people that haven't got such a strong mental fortitude as me will be affected a lot more than me. And if I'm getting uh, demoralised and drained by it, then, like I say, there's not going to be too many people that aren't. Well, okay, what's the biggest um, campaign right now? Mental health. That's the biggest exactly. They well, actually make I mean, this they're basically writing. They're basically writing their own um, charity you know, grant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're writing their own grant for it exactly. because this is probably this entire episode has been the biggest, um, you know, acceleration of mental health issues this yeah. country's probably ever seen. Exactly. Um, you know, good times create weak men, unfortunately. Uh, look, look, let's um, we've had the good times for too long, and now we're, we're, now we're stuck with a bunch of, um, you know, weak-minded people that will not be able to handle all this. And it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fearful for them. Well, the, the way I sort of see it, all the things, right, which are shut down, right, I had to shut down, hospitality, cinemas, pubs, restaurants, all these, all these things, right, I had to completely shut down, right? Mm. All the things people work hard for, to just enjoy. You know, people go to yeah. work for to just get one hour, one night, one evening, one pleasure from all these yeah. um, sort of establishments and they're taking mm. that all away. They're taking it all away. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I mean it's they disgusting. are taking it away first. Yeah. And then they're trying to 
back it up later. For me, I've always felt that this lockdown uh, over Christmas is simple. Tests will, test numbers will go down over Christmas anyway because people were busy doing Christmassy things, going to see family, uh, eating turkey sandwiches, eating the turkey, you know, opening presents. People aren't going to be that bothered about going to get tests over the Christmas period, right? Yeah. Can we assume that? Yeah. No, well, yeah. well, they should do because, I mean... Let's scope this out. Scope this out. So if go. the numbers are going to go down over Christmas, right. then the government bringing in a lockdown means that the data will show that the numbers have gone down over Christmas and then the government will come out and say, look, the numbers you. went down because we went into lockdown. Yeah. 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 So I, I argue they would have gone down anyway because yeah. people would be too busy to go and have a test. Well, too busy to go out the door. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. So yeah. they're not going to go and have the test. So this week, the test numbers and the positive cases would have been going down anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But That's no, right. our government have kiboshed that because they've basically instilled the next level of fear by telling everyone there's a mutant strain that is 70% more transmissive. Is that what they've said? They've yeah. said it's 70% more likely to transmit. I'm sorry. And so, well, what I'm was, sorry. So what would that vaccine, but, right, which was developed recently, how would it counteract this new strain of um, virus? Or it doesn't? I don't know. I have no idea. I've got no idea. All I can look at is the logical aspects from the data. And human behaviour tells me over Christmas, everyone was going to get drunk, be merry, enjoy some time with family, not bother going to get tests. So number of tests would have gone down. Positive cases would have gone down this week. But now, no. Now the government, in two weeks' time, can look at the data from these two weeks and say, look, we did it, everyone. Well done. Because you followed the rules, numbers went down and we've saved the NHS. Quick, everyone on the balcony. Quick, clap. Yeah, yeah this is a clap for us, yeah. They're preempting it. They are preempting it. They are trying to build positive PR on a year where PR for the government has been awful. And unfortunately, this, I believe, is a straw that's broken the camel's back. Now you've seen 11 EU countries, including Germany and Ireland, have suspended flights and freight lorries, you know, from the UK. So now Boris and his nerds have essentially created a new problem that didn't exist. Is, is that because of Brexit? No, no. It's because that they, they now have an opportunity to get back at Britain. Well, yeah, I mean, it could be. But they've now got the opportunity to get back at Britain by locking all the borders, closing their borders up. But it's not. But Britain aren't closing borders up here to people landing here from elsewhere. So, well... Especially, basically, of, especially the government of France. <laughs> our government have created this problem on Saturday evening. Our government have created this problem. Yeah. yeah. Nobody else. Yeah. The government have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it 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 seems to be like a, a worldwide thing, though. Really, I, I, again, it, it's. No, 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 no! Not this new strain. No. This new strain and how they've handled it. That's everyone in the world is looking at Britain now, saying there's a new strain. We better we better close up access to Britain. Yeah, because it's because um, un- un- it's undetectable, is it? It's that, uh... Yeah, it's undetectable. Well, I mean, Hancock mentioned it the other day in Parliament. Yeah. Said there was a new strain, but once again, there is no evidence that any of us has seen 
about a new strain. All we've seen is alternative scientists turn around and say, oh yeah, there's new strains of viruses all the time. That's normal. They mutate. In fact, this virus has probably mutated over 2,000 times since April. It's like, oh right, oh is that, oh, is that true? Oh, I didn't know that. I've learned something. Because has the, has the flu or the common cold mutated in all, in, in since mankind? It does every year. It does every year. That's essentially why people have to get their flu booster every year. Right, so... Because it changes every year. So having this vaccine for COVID-19, have they found a cure for the cold or the, and the flu? I don't think they can. This is just making healthy people rely on having a vaccination. You've got to have two shots every three months throughout the year. For the rest of your life? For the rest of your life. That's bullshit. That well, that's is, what I'm saying. That, that is what I'm saying. That's why I don't believe in any of this. Because why would you vaccinate healthy people when they've got a 99.9% chance of surviving this thing? Yeah. Why would you vaccinate people against it? It doesn't stop you transmitting it. It doesn't stop people from wearing masks. You know, if you're vulnerable, Joe, yeah. crack on. Go and get the vaccine if you're vulnerable. No. Why would I, I'm a healthy young but man. Why would, I, why would I get one? Why would my 11 and 13-year-old children go and get one? Why? Tell me why. It, it, Tell me why it, I would put them through it every three it, months to, to have a jab it's in It's to their give arm. you the freedom to move around, I suppose. It's as simple as that. It, it's not to stop. So then, so then what's, the, what's, the, what's the goal then? What is the goal? We're not going to be allowed back to work unless we get a vaccine. Are we not going to be allowed to collect that payments unless we get a vaccine? You won't be able to get, you won't be able to get a job. I don't think it's because of... There won't employer, be any jobs, is, Joe. There won't the, be any jobs. That is true, but insurance companies... We'll all be working for Tesco's. Insurance premiums would go up, definitely. And Amazon. Yeah, insurance companies would definitely go up, so someone's going to benefit from all this. You know, it's a bit like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the terrorists... Uh, yeah, I, I remember when my son was like, we had to have a, a sort of like a anti-terrorist uh, insurance as well, like, you know, just in case your window got blown up. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm saying it again. <laughs> so furlough's going to turn into UBI then, right? Because there'll be no jobs. Be no so jobs. where does the UBI come from? Because the government won't be able to get it from taxes. Because no one will be paying tax. So where does the, where does that money come from, Joe? Uh, they're going to print it out, aren't they? They're going to print it. And what does printing money um, create? Inflation. Price inflation, right, correct. Price, yeah. Yeah. So where's the exit to this? Uh, a new government. It has to be a new, new order. It's got to be. A, a, I, I think it's going to be a total, um, not not a total area, but a softly, a very soft authoritarian society. Really, uh, they're they're going to change the, the, the society as we know it. Right, it, it's changing anyway. It's changed to to degree, and the new norm is going to be. To the image of these politicians, to what the government wants now. That's going to be a new norm. In, uh, the the, the problem people will come in the next general election. You know, if people if people vote these people outright, which they should do, the next one comes in could be Labour, right? Are they going to be any better? I don't think so. I, uh, can you honestly can you honestly say that anybody would vote Conservative or Labour after this? Doesn't this open the Open the pathway for us to have a populist 
leader a la Trump, you know, somebody like Farage. You know, that's right. Someone who actually knows numbers, right? I mean, forget liberals, forget Labour, forget uh, conservatives. Definitely someone who understands the common man. And I think that's what these people really... They say they're speaking on behalf of us, but they're not. They're actually speaking on behalf of themselves. You know, the, the code. I mean, what's a cover fucking meeting? You know, it's a group of people around a table, and they came, they put the worst-case scenarios together and say, right, this is what we're going to act on, right? Sage. Again, they've got the data. They're going to work on that. So these people are not talking on behalf of the common man. They, they, they're, they're talking on behalf of themselves. And I find it really disturbing that, you know, even the... Even in, extreme um, sort of like left wing or right wing people right so like anarchists or whatever they, they have to sort of question that what this sort of government's up to well not this government but what society's going to it's it's going to be a complete mess for anybody mm. it's going to be I mean look you, you go you, I'm going to, I went to the pastor this morning to um, to post something right there's a mm. there's a bloody queue you, you, you know, it's pouring down rain. I'm, so, I'm standing in there thinking, this is not what I worked hard all my life for. So I came back home, and you know what I did? I went on Royal Mail, and I booked it online. They're going to come pick it up later on today, and that's it. All right, it cost me a couple more pounds, right? But at least, you know what? I don't have to queue up. We went to we went to be shopping yesterday. There was queues at Marks and Spencer's, Tesco's, Funny enough, right? Sainsbury's didn't have queues. Well, Waitrose had queues. This is Lexington, right? So mm. again, how can you accept this? If this is a new norm, you cannot accept this. There has mm. to really. That's I find that really bizarre to queue up for a loaf of bread or a coffee or or just to sort of like buy a newspaper. I just find it ridiculous. Really, really. Yeah. Anyway, we're nearly at the hour mark, mate. Oh, wow, um, that's, a, that's a, we really did We've just up. been rambling, rambling. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I, um, yeah, like I say, I mean, if you've got any anything out of this discussion, then uh, let us know. But obviously, hopefully, our next show will go back to the normal, <laughs> yeah, uh, the yeah. normal structure. Yeah, sorry about it, Rant. But I, I think it's very frustrating. I think we've, we're both finding... Not the strain, but it's just frustrating. It really is frustrating. Hmm. Anyway. anyway, Joe. Um, All right, Aaron. Yeah, any other relevant business? What are you doing this week? Well, I'm just Please. waiting for one good news, I must admit. Mm. What's that? I'm waiting for this announcement of Arta to be sacked. I can't wait for him to be sacked. I find the guy so... Ugh, really did. And you know who's available, right? Vieira. Now, he's a true legend, okay? Vieira is a true legend of Arsenal. Arteta, to me, right, is a poor man's Fabregas, because when Arsenal sold Fabregas, right, Arsenal Wenger had to get a quick replacement, and he was available. So, for me, mm. Arteta was always a poor man's Fabregas. So, mm. he's never been a legend for me, and it was never the right choice for me. As you know, I was always uh, of a different opinion. But when I when I sort of see my football team, the way it's going going through, he's responsible, and the board are just just as complicit as as he is in in our listen. So, so Arteta out, Bojo out, Witty and Balance out. out. 
Uh, Keir Starmer out. out. Neil <laughs> um, Ferguson be left? out. Kerry Simmons out. Petter out. Yeah. Liberal yeah. Leeds Who, out. Everybody who's out. Gonna be left? <laughs> who's going to be left? Well, we just be we just live in a, in a utopian world, isn't it? You know, <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. You know, we could just go and do that's what right. we want to do: eat, drink, and be merry. That's right. Um, yeah. Anyway, I want to tell you about. I was inspired by our last chat about inflation. Yes. Um, and I'm currently researching and writing an article at the moment about how the case against VAT for time, for timed services. Um, and I want to share, obviously, some of that with you, hopefully, on the next show. Um, yes. Obviously, we've got Christmas in the way. So, you know. Um, so I think, what, we, do you want to do one on Christmas Day? <laughs> no, I don't think my family let, let me get away with that. But, um, but yeah, but in the meantime, um, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, yes. We have been Joe and Aaron. You've been listening to Salonomics. And uh, I hope to see you all and speak to you all soon. And stay negative. Did you get your parcel, by the way? Did you get your, your parcels from me? I did, yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Perfect. I've at least got two presents under the tree, which is handy. And cause... you know what? You're going to love them. And it should keep you busy. Right. It should keep you busy right up to, well, till the quarantines are over, really, till the lockdowns are over. Oh, my God. I've got, about, <laughs> I've got four books to get through at the moment. So, yeah. Well, well see, it's not more and peace. Let's put it this way. But... Okay, good stuff. Right. Good stuff. Well, I look forward to that. Um, hope everybody has a good Christmas. I, I think we'll try and do one before Friday, though, won't we? Well, we could try and do one. It's not like it's not like there's anything else to do. Well, I've, I've, I mean, I've, 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 I did have clients booked in this week, but obviously all that's been kiboshed. Well, I've, I've, I did my last. I've got nothing now for from now for till next year, really. I think, I think forever, that's it, forever, that's it, forever, that's it, forever. All right, then, mate. Happy well, look, you hang in there, and I'll speak to you. And soon. you too. Take care. Take care, bye, mate. Bye. bye.